1: Time for us to jump in the car and take a ride It's six minutes past five o'clock on the eighth day of November. It's time for the drive at five. Israel says 50,000 civilians have fled as troops enter the heart of Gaza City. The bombs kept coming. Their family and their countrymen kept ducking as thousands of Palestinians still in northern Gaza decided it was time to leave. Many set off on foot, forming a miles long exodus to southern Gaza as the Israeli military intensified its assault and ground troops closed in on the center of Gaza City. Some Palestinians carried white flags, hoping to fend off attacks. In a war that has taken a heavy toll on civilians, others cradled babies and pushed the elderly in wheelchairs. The United Nations Office of Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs estimates the number of Palestinians leaving northern Gaza had tripled from 15,000 to 15,000, excuse me, from the 5,000 the day before. On Wednesday, Israel opened a brief humanitarian corridor for civilians to escape As it runs down the center of the Gaza Strip, in a briefing, the IDF spokesperson, a rear admiral, estimated that 50,000 Palestinians had moved south today. U.S. and Israel and Qatar discussing a possible pause in the Gaza fighting could be as long as three days, diplomats say. The United States discussing with Israel and Qatar that proposal for a pause in fighting as that would allow for delivery of humanitarian aid and the potential release of some hostages, Qatar has been asking, uh, acting, excuse me, as the intermediary, it held talks with Hamas for weeks about a possible pause in Gaza, a final agreement has proved elusive as Israeli officials say that Hamas has to first release all of the hostages, about 240 of them, before they will agree to a ceasefire. A senior Arab source familiar with the discussion said there was hope the deal could still be reached and said we are at a critical stage of the negotiations. Republican debate is coming up tonight from Miami. Five presidential candidates, none of them named Trump, will be on the stage tonight. They will be hosted by NBC News and sanctioned by the Republican National Committee. It airs from 8 until 10, moderated by NBC Night and News anchor Lester Holt and the moderator of Meet the Press Kristen Welker. It will be joined by Hugh Hewitt, host of the Hugh Hewitt Show on Salem Radio Network. The debate participants are former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, businessman Vivek Ramaswamy, and also Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, The GOP frontrunner Donald Trump, Again, not participating as it's on NBC News this evening, starting at 8 o'clock. Republicans say after what happened yesterday, it's time for a wake up call on abortion. Again, after suffering stinging losses in the midterms, Republicans said they needed to refine their message on abortion or risk continuing to lose. Well, guess what? They didn't. And they did. One year later, the GOP finds itself in an eerily similar situation after major losses in off year races across the country, including races where Democrats made abortion a key issue and others where abortion was directly on the ballot. Should be a major wake up call on the abortion issue for us, said Stephen Lawson, a Georgia based veteran Republican consultant. The only way to expose the Democrats' support for late term abortion is for us to articulate a more emphatic, moderate approach. On the issue. Until we do that, we're going to keep seeing the same result. Abortion policies were largely seen as an undercutting and anticipated red wave, and now they're the heart of the Republican angst in the aftermath of off-year elections. It saw a Democrat, Andy Prashear, keep the governor's mansion in Kentucky. Virginia Democrats gaining control of the full legislature there, which was a direct rebuke of the Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin, who was heavily involved in the races part of his pitch was a 15-week abortion ban as a consensus position and in Ohio voters passed an amendment to enshrine abortion rights as part of the state constitution closer to home butler health system on tuesday reported a yawning operating loss of 42 million i'm sorry 43.2 million dollars for the year ending june 30th nearly twice 22.7 million loss from a year ago as the system of hospitals and doctors' offices struggles for footing in its merger with Greensburg-based Excella Health. Butler's loss means the fledgling five-hospital Independence Health System, launched in January with Excella, had a combined loss from operations of $79.3 million. For the 12 months ending June 30th, it has been a brutal environment for every health care provider. The red ink continuing to spill into September at Butler Health System, which had an operating loss of $12.9 million. That's 30% higher than the $9.9 million loss the system had projected. Sarah Inamorato saying she's wasting absolutely no time as the Allegheny County Uh, executive elect announced a transition team that includes elected officials, leaders of local universities, representatives of public and private sector organizations. She said it's time for them to get to work. It'll be led by the Lieutenant Governor Austin Davis, but also on that are Robert Cherry, the CEO of Partner for Works, the president of Carnegie Mellon University, and executive director of Pittsburgh United. In Philadelphia, the brand new mayor there, the 100th in the city of brotherly love, makes history, first of all, it's a woman, first time that's happened. Secondly, Sherelle Parker says she doesn't look anything like anybody else who's ever held the office before because she is a black woman. Ninety-nine mayors, not one of them looks like you or me, is what she told voters at a rally. Let's just say I'll be bringing a different touch. She was handily elected as 100th mayor with 73.8% of the vote against David O. The win is historic. In Philadelphia to Texas, we go where a chemical plant explosion sparked a large fire. It meant a shelter in place and evacuation orders. It happened in Shepherd, Texas, with plumes of black smoke pouring into the sky. Jeff Harfield, the president of Sound Resource Solutions, said during a news briefing that one employee was injured and was being treated for minor burns. He said the company has been part of the community since 2013, employs nearly 40 people, and all except for the one injured employee are home and are safe. First responders, he said, are doing an amazing job. They've been very cautious. They've made sure that everyone is okay. Eight people killed after a driver suspected of human smuggling crashed eight people uh, were killed after the driver suspected of taking those people tried to evade authorities and crashed head-on into another vehicle according to the texas department of public safety the crash occurred around 6 30 this morning near batesville texas that's about 83 miles southwest of san antonio the 21 year old driver who was in a honda had evaded authorities from The South passing an 18-wheeler in a no-passing zone, says Lieutenant Chris Oliveras, the spokesperson for the Texas Department of Public Safety. The driver crashed head-on into a Chevy SUV, causing the vehicle to burst into flame. Photos released by the agency showed both vehicles mangled with debris scattered across the highway. Six people were in the Honda. Two people from Georgia were in the Chevrolet uh, Chevrolet, excuse me, SUV, everyone was killed, according to officials. And finally, the FDA approves a weight loss drug from Eli Lilly that clinically in trials showed that people lost up to 52 pounds in a span of 16 months. It's called ZepBound. It is the largest, uh, latest entrant into a field of powerful drugs. It includes others like Ozempic and Wegovy. Now, with the approval that comes along with it, does come with a pretty hefty price tag because the list price for it is more More than $1,000 a month. That is today's Drive at Five. Those are the stories driving headlines as we take you through this eighth day of November.